Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome back to 365 God Podcast with Pastor C. It is a wonderful day. As you noticed, I started this um, podcast with, well, praise the Lord. Why? Because we're going to be talking about in this episode, keep it 100, keep it 100. So when I'm going through days where I may feel like um, things are not going so well, or perhaps I'm experiencing something in my life that's not too pleasant to experience, I go to Psalm 100. Psalm 100 reminds me what my behavior should be and just how I need to be looking at situations and circumstances that may not be so pleasant for me. And so this is my way of keeping at 100. When I'm um, counseling with others or perhaps I'm advising a good friend or uh, just sharing with somebody who may be going through a little bit of something, you know, I I try to convey to them how essential our praise is, how essential our praise is. There is something about praise that pushes us to our our destined to our destined place in God. You know, Jeremiah 29 and 11 uh, and paraphrasing says that God has a plan for us. And with that plan, I just believe that we've got to open up our eyes. We've got to open up our ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And we've got to lift up our hands and praise him. And so let's go to Psalm 100 and see what this matter is all about. The first verse says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And what I gather from this is no matter where I am, no matter what is going on, that I can praise God right there, right then, no matter what. And so I have learned in situations that have not been pleasant for me to praise the Lord. Out of the scripture, I am reminded of a mission trip that I went on some 10 years ago. And during this mission trip, we were going through this 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 place where um, people who were dying of AIDS lived. And as we entered into the little village, if you would, just for um, I'll call it a little village, th- there's this this melodious voice that I would hear, and it was the voice of a little girl who was said to have been dying of AIDS. And she sang so clearly and she hummed. And I'm telling you, you know that God gave her this voice. You know that God created her to worship. She was created to worship. And I'm telling you, it just captivated my spirit, my everything about this, 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 this voice that I heard. I could hear her voice before I could see her. And so the tour guide um, shared with us, he says, this little girl does this every day. She praises the Lord every day. And it gripped me and it reminded me that although she has a terminal illness, although she has a report that is contrary to um, what she would want to believe or what, you know, many of us would want to accept, yet she still praises the Lord. She had what we call a yet praise, you know, a yet praise is that type of praise that no matter what's going on, I'm still going to praise the Lord. I know what the doctor said, but I'm going to praise the Lord. I know what they told me and all the bad news that they gave me, but yet I will still praise the Lord. I'm not in the place that I want to be, but I'm still going to praise the Lord. And so we have to have this intentionality. We have to have this determination that causes us to praise the Lord, to make a joyful noise, because we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Verse two says, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. So I always encourage people that when you're serving, serve with gladness, be glad to serve. What an opportunity it is. What a pleasure it is to serve the Lord. 
it my my little means a lot when I put it in God's hand and God's able to give it to somebody else. You don't know what your little may mean to somebody else. You know, um, sometimes it's just a smile on your face that that helps people and that people can gravitate toward. Years ago, I would be walking down the hallway at my job at work, and so this one guy. Um, I had my head down and I was looking for something and the the gentleman noticed that I wasn't smiling. And so he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I go, what is it? And so he says, lift up your head. And I said, okay. And long story short, he tells me that he says, you don't understand. I look for that smile every day. Every day when I come into work, I look at you smiley. And he called me smiley. He says, and I need that smile. He says, you know what I do before I clock in? I make sure that I'm going to see you because there's always a a burst of sunshine that fills your face. And he says, today you don't have it. So I said, well, how about we start all over again? And so we, um, we, we just kind of talked and we laughed about it. I said, no, I'm serious. And I'll walk down that hallway toward him, smiling with the best smile that I could give him. And we cracked up laughing because it seemed like the most bizarre thing for me to do. But it cost me absolutely nothing to smile. It cost me, it, my smile came from God, comes from God. It's free and it did so much for this gentleman. I had no idea that me coming down the hallway saying good morning and looking and smiling was something that was enriching the life of somebody else. So now I'm conscious to make sure that I look at people, to make sure that I'm smiling at people. And you'd be surprised the person that you think is very mean is just needing somebody to smile at them. And you'd be surprised how it awakens the spirit of someone else. And so serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. In other words, I'm not a good singer. Um... But hey, let me tell you, I'm a, I'm a praiser and nobody can praise the Lord for me. I love to praise God. I love to give God my very best. There are times that I have to muster up a praise because I'm not feeling like that day I have very much to praise God for. But I'm telling you, once I begin to praise him, once I begin to get into the presence of God, once I begin to show forth to God who I am, and once I begin to... Um, I I gained once once I once I can get in the presence of God and I gain His attention. Let, let me tell you, it's nothing like that. Once I've got the attention of God and that praise begins to um, go into our worship and God begins to speak to me like never before. I'm telling you, it's a wonderful thing. We're keeping it 100. Psalm 100 here. Verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I like verse 3 because verse 3 kind of checks me. You know, when I tend to want to go off and do things on my own, when I tend to want to take my own little life into my own hands and dictate how things are going to go, you know what? Verse 3 kind of checks me and puts me back into perspective. It gets me back to the place that I need to be in to understand that, you know what? You didn't create yourself, Beryl. God created you and he created you for his use. God created you for his good. And in order for you to 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 go forth in life you need to submit yourself to the power and to the authority of God and so i find myself submitting to the power and to the authority of God know you that the lord he is god i am not god my doctor is not god my pastor is not god my mother my father are not god 
my friends are not God. There is no one who can compare to my God. So knowing that he has made me, he's crafted me, he's created me the way that he wants me to be. And you know, I'm not, I'm not my, my own God. I am his and I am a sheep in his pasture. We are his, we are sheep of his pasture. So we got to go where the shepherd leads us. I'm telling you, we got to keep it 100. Verse four says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Let me tell you, there's a whole bunch of stuff out there that's competing with thanksgiving. There's a lot of things that's competing with praise. There's a lot of things that uh, out there that will try to get you not to bless the name of Jesus. But I encourage you, no matter what you're going through, as you listen to me today, bless the name of the Lord. Whatever you've got to do, sometimes I know it's tough. Sometimes I'm going through circumstances and situations. And can I be honest and vulnerable here? and tell you that I don't always want to say thank you, Jesus, because I feel like where is God in a time like this when I'm going through? But you know what? If I can just muster it out of my mouth and say, thank you, Jesus. If I can just enter into the Lord's presence and say, Father, I thank you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I here I am to worship you. It's not long before I'm encouraged and I find strength in that praise. I find strength in having given thanks to God. You know, the Holy Scripture tells us in First Thessalonians that in um, all things that we and in, in all things that we ought to give thanks. I mean, in all, not in some things, but in all things, we should give thanks. That's First Thessalonians five and eighteen where we find out that we have got to give thanks unto the Lord in everything that's going on, not some things in our lives. You know, when my father passed away, um, it was a, it was a very tough time for me. I would like to think that I don't know if I'm a daddy's girl, but I sure am the, out of, out of my, my dad's three daughters. I would say, I'd, I'd venture out to say that even my mother would say this. I have my mother's man, mannerisms. I speak like my father. Um, everything that my father has done. If my, I think that if my father had a son, he would be a lot like me. Um, I'm not sure that I'm a daddy's girl, but I sure am the one who's just like her daddy. I'm just like my father. And um, one of the things that happened when my father passed was... People knew that she's just like her dad and people knew that this would be transitional for me and that it could be difficult for me. But you know what? I got up by the grace of God and I said, you know, at this point in my life, God, my dad would want me to praise you. My dad would want me to lift my hands to you and give you glory out of this. God, I do not know what's around the corner. I know that there lies ahead of me some tough days, but God, with you, I'm willing to go through them, Lord God. You know, depression could have set in my life like never before that could have caused me to be suicidal. Depression could have set up in my life that would have caused me to want to give up. And let me tell you, depression did set in in my life. But I am so grateful that I know God and that during those times of when I went through deep, 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 I cannot tell you how deep depression it was for me. I mean, preaching and teaching God's word, but at a very, very, very low place in my life. But I thank God for his grace and I thank him for his mercies, which are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness toward us. And all I can tell you is that God has been so wonderful to me. 
And it is in that time, I believe, because I just kept on thanking God when I had nothing else to, that I could do. I didn't have any other options. I just kept on praising God and saying, God, though, though you slay me, God, yet will I praise you. You know, that's, that's Job. Um, and you know, um, we gotta, we got, we gotta hold on, you know, to, to our faith. We gotta hold on to our confession of faith. Job 13 and 15, um, says in the new American standard Bible, new American standard Bible, though he slay me, I will hope in him. Nevertheless, I will argue my way before him. You know, I just kept pleading before the Lord and I kept telling him, Lord, I love you, Lord. I thank you. I'm not going to give up on you because, God, I don't need you to give up on me. You know, the scripture says he'll never leave nor forsake us. So verse four got me there when it says, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Finally, um, verse five says, for the Lord is good. That is my declaration. And I encourage you when things are going bad to declare that God is good. I'm going to say that one more time for you to get it. I, I encourage you. I beseech you that when things are going bad, that you confess that the Lord is good. And I can say of this, that his mercy is everlasting. It's an enduring mercy. It endures from generation to generation. You know, uh, God's mercy is an enduring mercy that he just keeps on giving. I can look back in my family generations uh, and I can see how merciful God has been. I should not be here today. Um, but God allowed me to be here today. It says, and his truth endured to all generations. So if God uh, spoke a word years ago and he spoke a promise, let me tell you that that promise still holds true today and it will hold true tomorrow. And we've got to hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. Hold fast to what you know. Know that our God our God, when he, his promises in him are yes and amen. Um, remember that he's the same. He's the same. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so hold to that Hebrews 13 and eight, just, just hold to that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forevermore. So if he did it for Moses, if he did it for the children of Israel, if he did it for Elijah, if he did it way back then, if he did it for Jairus and his daughter, if he did it with the woman of, with the issue of blood, if he did it for all these folks, what will make you think that God will not do it for you? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We got to hold fast to that and not give up. So I want to encourage you, my sister. I want to encourage you, my brother. Keep it 100. In the time of trouble, Keep it 100. Remember Psalm 100. Praise your way through. Well, this has been your 365 God podcast. I hope that you're going to tune in again. I hope that you've enjoyed this segment. And don't forget, tune in again. Keep it 100.